This is the DL Power Couple Podcast. I'm Dominique. And I'm Miss Latrice. Coming at you. Today's topic is Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, also known as ADHD, mm-hmm. and my experiences with it coming up through school. And we're picking this topic because we're already supposed to talk about it, but during the Adderall episode, I wasn't comfortable. I didn't have the right information that I wanted in order to talk about it the right way, in order to do it justice. And now I feel like I can do the topic a lot more justice. Mm -hmm. And in preparation for this episode, Dominique gathered a lot of information from his mom, who we know as Mama Shelby, a.k.a. Miss Crystal. Yes, and my mom wanted me to start by giving a more scientific kind of description of ADHD. So here goes. It says, um, deficiencies in specific neurotransmitters underlie many common disorders, but ADHD was the first disorder found to be a result of a deficiency of a specific neurotransmitter, in this case, neuropinephrine. Did I pronounce that correctly? It doesn't matter. (laughs) So um, that's from website called Attitude Mag. Yep, had to give the credit where it's due. So that's the more scientific definition of deficiency in a specific neurotransmitter. Mm -hmm. And how would you just define it for yourself? I I have no idea how to define it. I just lived a life. (laughs) Really, um, if I had to define it for somebody, it would be you'll be able to do what you want to do. You'll struggle to do what you need to do. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're not going to do what you don't want to do. Right. And you won't have the same freedom of choice as somebody who doesn't have it. Mm -hmm. Because you have strong forces working with, against, or just there's strong forces going every which way. And, you know, you got to learn how to manage that. Mm -hmm. And you're really not going to be able to do that as a kid. That's true. So when did you learn that you had ADHD? I learned in sixth grade when prescribed Adderall. And before that, I thought nothing of myself. I knew I was different, but that was about it. And my mom had to fill me in on everything that happened before sixth grade because I wasn't really in tune with that. Mm -hmm. So according to my mom, I was given a placement test in the fourth grade and qualified for the gifted school. Now, fourth grade was the first time I went to a private school from pre-K and all that up until third grade. Then I changed into fourth grade, and that's when I also changed school school township or whatever. I changed school systems. Mm-hmm. And it's my, yeah, it's my first time in a different school system. I instantly test into the gifted school. Mm-hmm. And my mom just wasn't feeling it. Like she, I had already moved schools and she knew I could get challenged at the school that I was currently attending. Right. And she had already heard about these gifted schools. And as far as she heard, they would give the kids the next grade levels work and then give them busy work on top of that. Right. And by this point, she knew that I had trouble completing assignments, whether I knew how to do them or not. Mm -hmm. And she saw no real benefit to putting busy work in front of me Mm -hmm. or putting me around people I wouldn't be able to relate to because if if I try to get a break from school and I turn to people and they and they have their head just buried in books yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna feel alone and I'm not gonna be doing the work so 
um, one thing that my mom would always tell me was that she wasn't just sending me to school just to learn. She was sending me to school to also learn about life. Mm-hmm. So there's a there's a bunch of places she could have sent me. There's a bunch of other places we could have lived, but she always chose the uh, life option. Right. Yeah. So not to get off on too much of a tangent. Yeah. So after my mom basically let them know that she was not going to send me to the gifted school. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had told her that once I get into sixth grade, which would be middle school, that I can pick my classes and the levels of those classes. Mm-hmm. And she resonated, she resonated better with that idea, mm-hmm. but she still expressed her concerns about me being in accelerated classes in middle school and said that she wouldn't pressure me to take them in any way. Right. Um, she then talked to my pediatrician about this and Basically, his response was, "You never dumb down the classes. Mm-hmm. You sub- you give you give them like the ADHD medicine or some type of supplement or something to take mm-hmm. to help with the focus." Right. So then he suggested that we try Adderall. Mm-hmm. And we already talked about Adderall in a different episode. Mm-hmm. And my mom, that's when she had asked, "Okay, would you give this to your children?" And he was like, "Yes." And then I had asked uh, my pediatrician, "Like, what does it do?" And so what am I in, like, fifth, going into sixth? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, this might have been while I was in sixth grade. I, I asked him what it does, and he had to explain to me how your frontal lobe is your decision-making part of your brain and how I was going to start messing around with that. And it sounded official to me. <laughs> so I'm like, whatever. Like, I don't I don't know what this stuff is going to do. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, obviously it allowed me to complete school. Right. But, um... One thing that my mom noticed before I had started taking Adderall was that I would come back home from school cranky, angry, and be short with everybody. Mm-hmm. And after I started taking Adderall, I was much calmer coming back from school. Mm-hmm. And in the sixth grade, I proceeded to take a few gifted classes <laughs> while researching for this episode and talking to my mom. She said she doesn't know or she can't imagine how I would have withstood those classes without taking Adderall. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I understand her completely. That is not a, that is not a harsh criticism, though it may sound like that. Right. So that's sixth grade, and I was in middle school until eighth grade. So I ended up doing really well in middle school. I mean, there was nothing academically that I remember as being too much of a challenge. I had fun in middle school, mm-hmm. and the reason why is because I catered to myself. And the same went for high school. I catered to myself and what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, even when my wrestling coach in high school wanted me to take weights. I would always take study hall mm-hmm. so that um, I could have time to do my homework in school and not try to do it at home once the Adderall had already wore off right. late at night. And with ADHD comes hyperfocus. So you basically get apprehensive, mm-hmm. resent the work, not do the work, blow off the work, and then need-based hyperfocus kicks in and you complete a homework assignment in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. This is what I was avoiding because I didn't like to show up empty handed when it was time to turn in assignments. Right. So I would always stay up late at night and do the work and just have that hyper focus. Mm-hmm. It was always like with the most pressure possible. A lot of people with ADHD will do this. Four in the morning, knock out the best paper ever. Yeah. That's just not what I like to do because I like to get decent sleep. <laughs> and you weren't getting sleep because you were staying up doing your homework assignments? That's what it would have been had I took weights. What's that? Weights is the class that I was supposed to be taking when I was taking the study hall. 
It's when you lift weights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, you see why I didn't take it now? <laughs> what the heck is that? Exactly. What is that? Why am I building muscle when I can be doing my homework? I'm dead. I'm alive. So what's a challenge that you faced or are currently facing that you think your ADHD influences? Right now, uh, my challenge is just staying on schedule and respecting my schedule. Yeah. And um, media consumption. Yep. Let me tell y'all something about Dominique Shelby and mostly the ADHD part of Dominique Shelby. This guy named Dominique Shelby will watch YouTube videos and Instagram videos all day long. Now, I think before I knew that he had ADHD, I was like, all right, at least it's not video games, so that's cool. But then, like, once you you figure out, oh, okay, this is, like, once I started doing my own research into what ADHD is and how it affects people, I realized, oh, okay, this isn't him just, like, blowing off homework and blowing off assignments. It is that hyper-focusing. Like, once, once Dominique is focused on something, he is focused on it. Nothing else matters. He can't hear you. He's not listening. It's not that he's trying to be rude or disrespectful. He's just attentive on whatever that thing is. And it can be the smallest thing, like making a birthday card he is focused on it he's zoned in and it works but if it's anything else that that he's just not trying to do it's just not going to happen until like he said that last minute pressure comes in it's like who procrastination let's go i gotta get this done earlier i mentioned that in high school and middle school um the education and school and everything it went pretty smoothly Mm -hmm. but that kind of turned on his head in college so i had came into college through the business opportunity program so the summer before my freshman year, I was taking classes mm-hmm. in college. And since I was fresh out of high school, I started a high school mindset. Mm-hmm. And I just wasn't focused. Right. Like I should have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't focused like I should have been. So um, yeah, I started realizing there, okay, I need to adjust to college. And that's just adjusting to college. High school mm-hmm. and college are different. Luckily, I got to adjust in the summer. So then... Going on through college, you know, college is that self-discovery type period. And I started realizing that a lot of things about college I wasn't really feeling. Mm -hmm. It was the funnel. So I already knew and I've always known that I'm not like everybody else. But we're all being pushed down this funnel Mm -hmm. to do practically the same thing. But none of us were even close to being the same people. Right. So I was very confused. And then the class structures, sometimes I just wouldn't agree with it. Mm-hmm. And it's not just me saying, well, I don't like the way this class is being taught. No, nah, th- I can't learn like this. Like there's certain <laughs> classes where I'm like, how am I supposed to learn like this? Yeah, I would basically have to teach it all to myself, which would be fine if I was only taking one class per semester. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't. I was taking a regular class load of 12 credit hours or more. Mm-hmm. So college was very difficult. And then there was just things I didn't want to do, too. So then if I really didn't want to do something, I didn't have to. Right. That's just the nature of college. And it was really uh, difficult for me to stay motivated sometimes. But I just made sure to take classes I liked. Freshman and sophomore year, I did really good, like staying focused. The goals were clear. But there were a lot of circumstances that changed that later on in college and then I started struggling like once once things happened in my life that were a little more important than college that's when I kind of started falling off and then I had to pull myself back in I never really pulled myself all the way back in because by that point it was a joke like Mm -hmm. a a complete joke I mean the college the university was going through changes Mm -hmm. um you know our grades were being deflated 
The classes are still really hard. There's like rumors of instructors who were like, man, you know, uh, I gave out too many A's, so I had to start right. giving people lower grades. And like, you you stop being able to take things seriously. And then the higher the classes you take, especially if you're on the management track mm-hmm. or business track, those classes suck. Mm-hmm. Like those, those classes that are like 400, 500 level classes, they are terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you can be truly gifted. Right. But you also have to teach yourself the whole class. And I just wasn't into that. Like, if I wanted to teach myself the class, I could do that from my house. All right. Why are, why are you paying for it if, you know, you're ended up teaching yourself everything? Yes, it was it was very interesting. But, I mean, it did teach me how to teach myself things. Because when I really wanted to pass a class, I would teach myself everything. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, college was hard. And it was also a life thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, based on what I wanted to do in life, since I, was, I knew I wasn't going to work for like a, a traditional job for like the next 30 years and that's where I was being pushed and then when I even when I talked to people in leadership positions in Craner School of Management you know they're kind of pushing toward that as well mm-hmm. some of the college experiences were just not important to me so then I focused more on what I really liked doing which was performing mm-hmm. writing mm-hmm. media consumption <laughs> and much other stuff that wasn't classes, homework, and lectures. Right. One thing that I've noticed when it comes to ADHD is what it's like for you trying to stay focused when you're driving. Can you describe any challenges or just what it's like for you when you're driving and you have a certain destination that you need to go to? You got to use a GPS, but you got to, like, for me, as long as I'm not talking too much, I'm good. Mm -hmm. But if I'm talking too much, I will not even glance at the GPS, and then I'll I'll miss exits and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But you never know. Like, it's a fine line. Sometimes you you can just distract yourself. Like, the thing about having ADHD is there's a lot of different ways you can address it, but to assume that everything you do is because of ADHD, you kind of, like— you don't give yourself any responsibility or pretty much any say on what goes on. So I like to give myself a lot of say in what happens in my life. So I never know what's the ADHD and what's not. I just know that I have trouble focusing. And mm-hmm. that's not, that's something that I got to live with. I mean, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And the reason I asked that is because when I was looking stuff up, it was that was like one of the first things that came up was the struggle people have with driving. And it talked about people having fender benders. It was talking about people always missing a turn. I'm like, dang, yep, this this is definitely Dominique. And like we joke when you say, you know, we just can't talk in the car because especially if we know we have to get somewhere and it's, the turn is coming up. If Dominique talks right before that turn, it doesn't matter if he saw that it said to turn right beforehand. He will miss it because he's focused on whatever he's talking about with me or focused on uh, my response to certain things. So that that's something that people need to keep in mind if they aren't aware that someone with ADHD is when they're in the car. It's not that they're just missing turns or just not trying to pay attention it's like you said it's that hyper focus yeah so now adhd as an adult mm-hmm. i'm sure a lot of people are just taking medicine and stuff and then people are like i don't know doing tai chi or some stuff like that i don't know what people are doing <laughs> all i know is what i'm doing mm-hmm. and that's i got alarms going off my phone like every two hours mm-hmm. to make sure that i'm not wasting too much time and you know there's a lot of people that would say, I mean, you really need them going off probably every hour or maybe even every 30 minutes. Yeah. But then if I had them going off that frequently, then they wouldn't mean anything to me. You'd be desensitized to it? Yeah, I'd just turn them off and keep going. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, that's... <laughs> okay, I didn't think about that. 
That's actually that is actually a great description of what ADHD feels like. What? You you have all these external expectations, mm-hmm. and you have everybody that's telling you to do normal people stuff mm-hmm. in a normal people way. And your right. attitude is, yeah, yeah. All right. It's, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter what you believe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's what it feels like. People yeah. with ADHD probably got some strong personalities. Oh, yes. Because, man, the external expectations, how much of them aren't going to be met, mm-hmm. and then how you got to address that. I mean, you can either fall back and crumble, or you can just walk tall and say, look, it didn't happen. Right. Too late. <laughs> I got it. We got to we got to address this a different way. We got to do something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um just just because it's on my mind and who see this is rough. This is a rough podcast already. <laughs> it is. So just because this is on my mind, um I was at a wrestling practice for it's like club wrestling, so there's some kids in there. And this kid that came up and I guess he had ADHD, so we're talking. Mm-hmm. And he had said that he's about to be prescribed 50 milligrams of Adderall. And at the time, I had been on 40 at the highest. Mm-hmm. And for a kid to be prescribed 50 before that kid really knows who they are how or what the ADHD kind of like, how it affects them, mm-hmm. it's very detrimental because then, like me, I started in sixth grade. That was old enough for me to kind of understand what I was taking mm-hmm. and understand why I was taking it. Mm-hmm. It was for school. Like anything else. But you tell that to like a, a, a younger kid and then, you know, they're still growing as a person. Like, I mean, I was too in the sixth grade. But by the time they get to a certain age, college and everything, they're not really going to know who they are. They're just going to know kind of like what they can do on Adderall. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to the Adderall episode. I don't want to go too deep into that. But, I mean, the self-doubt is just going to destroy him basically i say all that to say 50 milligrams is a lot for a kid to be taken as far as adderall i mean you definitely want to take a different route Mm -hmm. before you give a kid 50 milligrams because what's going to happen is the kid will get used to that they'll only take 50 milligrams maybe like three or four years before it's like okay i need more Mm -hmm. and then next thing you know you're taking more than 50 milligrams of adderall which i guess if you don't know the milligrams i started off on like 20 Mm -hmm. and then to 30 and then to 40 and i peaked at 40 and then went back down to 30, that back down to 20, and then stopped. Right. And 40 is a lot. <laughs> it can make a big difference. And I guess it just goes from person to person. But just seeing a little kid with a small frame say that, it made me really sad at the time. Mm-hmm. But it also just means that, you know, there needs to be more advocates for ADHD so that people understand it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's okay that people call those of us with ADHD lazy or say that we just choose not to do things and stuff like that because people will always say things. People have mouths and voice boxes. And one of the things that that I have to say this in a colloquial way, people really just be talking. (laughs) They talk literally because they have mouths and because they're able. Right. And that's it. So with that attitude, understanding people are going to say things and it's fine. But um, there needs to be more advocates so that ADHD is not something that's super taboo. Yeah. And so that people don't feel alone. When they look around, they see everybody started right away on the test. And they're thinking, all right, uh, mm-hmm. all right. They're thinking about everything else but the test. And they start 10 minutes later. Mm-hmm. Man, that's crazy. I forgot all about that stuff. Yeah. And for me, I think it's like, 
I always try to look at the positives and things or just see like why it's okay to celebrate the differences that people have. And one of the things that I learned was the people with ADHD, they are like our top innovators because they don't necessarily always finish out projects. They come up with the most creative ideas. And one thing I learned from just different people in leadership was that you need the people who who are going to bring the ideas and you need the people who are going to execute. And a lot of times those people are not the same type of person. The same person who came up with the idea is not the same person who's going to complete the task. And so that's like one thing that I've really loved to see with Dominique is he can come up with so many different ideas when it comes to literally anything. And I'm like, how did you even think of that? So that's a, definitely a pro that I want people to walk away and, and not just see, oh, I have, I have ADHD. It's this terrible thing. Like, it's not. Yeah, it's not terrible. And some people... Um, it's funny, like you talked to some older people. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't say nothing for it. I had to feed my family, so I got over it. They never got over it. They just forced themselves to do things, mm-hmm. and they just found a way to to keep doing that. And here's the thing: again, the hyper focus. When things are need based, you're gonna do it, regardless mm-hmm. if you if you have ADHD or not. If you got people depending on you, you're gonna wake up. You're gonna do things because you have motivation. Mm-hmm. But the whole. ADHD thing with the hyperactivity and this and that. As an adult, you're just naturally not as hyper because by that point you're... Socialized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of social norms that you're kind of trying to fit into and things like that. But you still have, like, there's a lot of people who have ADHD who do, they're the ones who do extremely well when it comes to being the top chefs, the top cooks. They do extremely well when it comes to being teachers. They do extremely well when it comes to performing because they have this energy or this uh hyperactivity that's never really left them and and i know that's definitely true for you because i watch you in the kitchen and performing on stage of course it really helps me relate to kids mm-hmm. like if if there's a kid with endless amount of energy and people are like oh i wish they'd sit down i play with that kid for <laughs> three hours yeah, you would. because i just think about how much i would have loved for somebody to do that with me now let's not act like i was neglected People play with me all the time, so I gotta so I gotta pay it forward. Mm-hmm. My childhood was absolutely fantastic, and I want to make sure other people's childhoods are too, regardless of if they're hyper or not. Mm-hmm. Now, with you, your I'll call it your quote unquote success story. You are still in a long term relationship, right? And a lot of times, people with ADHD they struggle with staying in a committed relationship because they oftentimes get bored with it and jump from relationship to relationship. So, what has that been like for you? Well, let's start here. I'm not a good boyfriend, and Latrice doesn't require me to be a boyfriend. She requires me to be a committed partner. Mm -hmm. So if I was required to be a boyfriend, hey, post me on your page. (laughs) Hold my hand. Kiss me here, but don't kiss me me in public. Kiss me there. You know, it's like all that stuff. I'm just not good with all that. Mm -hmm. But if I'm going to be a committed partner, then I can do that. You need to focus. Yeah, I didn't know that people with ADHD have problems in relationships. Yeah, I don't read up on it too much because... You have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess it's because I have it. <laughs> That's why I read up on it because I was not educated at all. Like, I don't think I'd... Well, I probably have definitely met people with ADHD, but up until that point, no one had actually told me that they had ADHD. So I was like, well, if I'm going to be in a relationship with someone who has ADHD, I need to know what it is, what what are their challenges, so that I'm not being the rude partner who's coming down hard on them for no reason, or I'm just... In the dark, like I, I don't know, like it makes no sense. If you're getting to know someone, this is how you do it. You have to read up on those things. Yeah, going back to um, college, just because I said I was going to talk about the way it intersected with school. Mm-hmm. So I did well in elementary. Did well, and wait, I said elementary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did well in elementary, middle school, 
high school, first two years of college, and actually continued to do well. But I think because of how higher level some of these classes were and how much tedious work, because ADHD, you're going to struggle. You're going to struggle with tedious work, especially if you don't want to do it. There was so much tedious work involved by that point. Right. I mean, you would think I was trying to code a whole website how tedious some of this work was. (laughs) That made no sense. So then there was such a large divide between the stuff I was going to do and the stuff I wasn't going to do and how I approached what I was going to do versus how I approached what I wasn't going to do. I mean, my energy at first gave me no chance in completing things that I didn't want to do because I approached it with a complete negative attitude. Right. So now I know to at least approach things with an open mind and give myself a chance. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But at least I didn't close my mind to it beforehand. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what I would challenge people with ADHD to do, which, you know, uh, you're not going to hear me challenge, make too many challenges, you know, (laughs) like that. But just I would challenge, you know, if you know that you're not going to want to do something, at least approach it with the open mind and give yourself a chance Mm -hmm. because you might find comfort in the discomfort. Okay. That's all we got for today.